Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Hello, everyone. Welcome. If you're new to the program, welcome. Glad you found us. And if you're tried and true listeners, always great to have you around. Um, Hi, everyone in the chat, also known as the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. Hello, everyone listening later in the archives. You are with us always in spirit. And I do see callers. We do take calls here. If you're new to the program, you can ask questions. Um, This is kind of the place to get the 411. A lot of people email me questions in as well. And uh, if you're in the queue uh, waiting to get on air, press 1 on your keypad, and that lets me know that you want to get on air and you have a question or a comment or you want a reading, because that's kind of what I do here. I listen. The show used to be uh, guests for the whole hour and a half, and then many of you said, we want your talks and your readings. Can you split the show up? So. It's our show, our program, we're all co-creating it. Um, The call-in number, if you're just getting in uh, the chat or you're just surfing through and the show kind of piqued your interest, the call-in number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, a couple things to get to uh, that I like to remind everyone, um, if you have questions or comments or email questions or topic suggestions, um, which just reminded me, we did have one today, and I wanted to dive into that a little bit. Um, that uh, email is awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. It's best to uh, email me there. We've got great people working with us that keep this soul playground and awakenings humming. Um, soulplayground.life is my website, for those of you that don't know. So we've got a great team that's um, very awake, aware beings, and uh, very creative in their own right, as well with their own stuff that they do also. I feel very in gratitude to have great people helping me out so much. So, uh, so if you're new to the program, the first half, I uh, take callers live callers, answer questions, tune in for readings, uh, do a bit of sharing uh, from email questions, and then the second half of the program, we have our awakening dialogue, or like I like to say awakenings, because there's more than one awakenings, and we're going to be talking about the happy science with Reverend the Rev Keoko Hoshino, beautiful name. Uh, we're also going to be diving into a book called The Laws of the Sun, One Source, One Planet, One People, by Master Ryuhu Okawa. I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, but we'll find out all that. So stick around. And again, if you have a question or a comment or you wanted a reading, please press 1 on your keypad. So I wanted to, um, 
first of all, let uh, everyone know if you do have, uh, if you want to get the monthly soul insights, if you want to be put on the list, um, again, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. I do a monthly blog with the energies um, that are happening. I look at things psychically, energetically, give us the 411 on that, and also you find out what's um, workshops and things, events that are happening. And Saturday, or no, yeah, Saturday, November 10th, I'm doing another The Power of Intention um, and Envisioning. And we basically do a lot of um, energy work and chakra clearing. We had did some major work. I'm bringing it back because some people said that uh, they had a lot of stuff come up (laughs) sometimes. Well, when you're clearing, you know, blockages, stuff can come up. You know, people can get headaches and, you know, start draining, the sinus draining, just openings. A lot of what we call somatics, body somatics, things happening within the body to clear the blockages. But really important right now to work on the muladhara, that base chakra, um, as well as the sixth chakra for the inner side and provisioning. So I'm going to be bringing that back, uh, and that will be, because some of you missed it, and asked if I could bring it back, and I said, yes, I will. And I just feel like working with these powerful energies, this gateway that we're in, it's, the energy is so supportive right now of going deeper. And we do deep meditation processes, interplane processes, and work with light energy and sound. So if that's something that resonates for you or interests you, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll send out info to you. And it'll be on my Facebook page as well. We'll get that out there um, as well. Okay, I see more people in the queue, callers calling in. Again, 347-539-5122 is the number. Press 1 on your keypad so that I know. Um, Also, you guys, let me know. Some of you have left some just amazing comments and appreciation feedback. I'm so happy about that. So enjoy. And I do love hearing whether you email me or leave it in the um, feedback on iTunes, how you listen to Awakenings. It's just amazing the times and the way what people are doing. I got an email the other day with somebody that farms. So they're listening while they're uh, doing stuff around the farm. So I found that pretty, pretty cool, pretty amazing. I also wanted to give uh, Christine a shout-out for emailing in her appreciation. She's been listening to the show for a while, and she had called in. Christine, you know who you are. And also she was commenting I was about the community. Uh, she says, I feel like I've been a part of this community for years now, and she just started her spiritual journey about a year and a half ago. Um, Let's see, what did she say, a year and a half ago? And through the ups and downs of it all, sometimes it really feels I'm the only one person going through this. But listening to Awakenings makes me realize that I'm not alone and that we're all in this together. I'm so grateful for this podcast and the community. Thank you for all that you do. You're so welcome. And the community, I mean, the community is what grounds the energy. That's part of the, you guys are, we're all part of the same soul group. So that's what I tap into. When I'm tuning in energetically, you know, what is the, you know, it's not just the, the general collective. I do that as well. But what, what is, 
what is going on with our individual soul group, soul wave, soul wave that turns into a soul group. So we're all in this together. Okay, Wolf Wolf Radio in the chat. Hello. Saying hello to you. Wow. Okay. Let us see what's going on here. Okay. So um, before I get to, I did have um, Walter, and I'll probably denote a whole show to this because I did want to talk about this, the, the moon. Um, I wrote about it on my Facebook page and on Instagram. And uh, maybe I'll put it in the Awakenings uh, community group. That's another thing. All of, you know, if you're on um, Facebook, I'd really like to extend an invite to all of you to join our Awakenings community page. It's very, you know, organic. I'm not putting a lot, you know. <laughs> I add some people. Some people add people. But I'm not like one of these people that is like major marketer, you know, boom, boom, boom. You know, maybe at some point I will or hire somebody to do that. I don't know. But it's, but it's really a place for people to share their own insights on awakening, their personal awakening and what they're seeing, what they're going through. It could be insights. It could be inspiration. It can be upliftment. But it could also be, you know, like not having a great day and what the heck is going on here, you know, or these energies. But to really be real and be there for each other, because I, I can't say it enough, a big part of the – the awakening process, the awakenings, the succession of awakenings is sharing your own insights and your own truth. Not being trolly, not being snarky to people or trying to, you know, be a contrarian, um, but sharing what's worked for you, digging deep or what inspires you or just, you know, posting your paintings, your, your drawings, your, you know, your creativity, your art, trying to get Sadie to post her, some of her chalk art. Because a big part of the soul is self-expression. That's what we're here to do. It's creative expression. It's self-expression. It's a big part of our empowerment comes from sharing. Our empowerment comes from our own insight and our own wisdom. Listening to others, being open to listen to others, from other people you know it comes from source energy so it may come from another channel whether it's something you read something you hear a dream you have or another person that's what i'm doing here that's part of my mission that's i've, I've been doing that since four I've been channel i mean i with little kids i'm like but that's like i embrace it you know no matter what what other profession i had this this energy this role always came through i always joked like kind of, you know, my jet-setting days, I'd be in the loo, you know, I'd be in the bathroom, and invariably someone would open up to me. But many of you have this, you know, as light workers, as empaths, as starseeds, you have this, um, you know, I would get, you know, the prince of something and the sultan of this or this diplomat, you know, this person, you know, they were just this billionaire or billionaires just, telling me, I don't know why I'm saying this to you, you know, right? Like, my joke was always on the yacht, you know, with other models and actors, you know, or in things that were just very deep, you know, sometimes very traumatic situations that someone of great prominence was going through. And they would just say, I don't know why I'm opening up to you like this. 
you know, or we'd have these great conversations about spirituality and spirit and spirit guides. Do they exist? And I would just share me, you know. So I was like, hmm, maybe I should kind of do this, you know. <laughs> I got guided into it, you know. The best thing is being cornered in the bathroom, cornered in the loo. And I know many of you have gone through it, you know. Ooh, twelve, twelve. What a nice for synthesis and for me to be talking about this, the past, and to wrap it up. You know, we come in with our gifts. I look even, I look at the teleworkshops that I'm doing now and the workshops I've done and the retreats, uh, three and four, five-day retreats I used to do, shamanic retreats and healing. Um, I remember as a kid, I would um, put on plays I would write them. I would write them. I would direct them. Uh, sometimes I'd act them, and it's funny. I didn't. Act, it's funny when I look at it. A lot of times I wasn't. Yeah. Sometimes I would do the acting, but a lot of times I would write it, and I, I enjoyed seeing other people, and you know, bring their gifts. You know, everybody would have something to do. You know, you know, whether they're, I don't know, helping organize it or do the lighting or costume, whatever. I just liked bringing people together. It's kind of like still now. But all of my plays always had a little silver lining or a little message, you know, and there was always these little processes. I would always have people in the audience do something also, you know, like the members, you know, in the, the our, our little um, performance troupe, I guess. <laughs> performance troupe, my brothers and neighbors, by by being bored and not knowing what else to do and me, you know, kind of pushing them into it or let's do this. Um, but we would always interact with the audience. We'd bring them upliftment or we'd bring them on stage or we'd go give them some, you know, candy or we'd write out, I'd write out little positive messages or little booklets to leave behind. And, of course, later when I taught school, uh, our assistant taught in college and then taught right out of college, um, yeah, I mean, I did the same thing. So, it was, so I'm looking back and I'm going, I'm just doing the same thing that I've always done as a kid. Anyway, okay, so I want to touch on this for Walter, and we are going to get to calls. I do see people in the queue, so I'm going to just touch on this. And, Walter, I promise I'm going to devote a whole show to this where people can even call in with their experience. But do spirit guides exist, and what are they? And, yes, they absolutely do, and I work with guides. Um, there's many – Every how do I want to say this? In the spirit realm, there are, there are many – there's energies and then there's also entities. And entities, when I say lower, are denser frequency beings that are kind of right up from, you know, denser form or gross form human beings. You know, they're more easily able to be uh, seen. We all come in. Now, this is what's interesting because there's a lot of different beliefs around this. And as a bereavement counselor and also as a trained and initiated shaman, I've worked a lot with death and dying and transitioning and crossing over. And I can tell you that there are some kind of standard things that happen for people, and then there's things around people's beliefs, and then there's things that people think are going to happen when they're crossing over, things they're going to see that they don't. And I've had two near-death experiences, one as a child and one in my late 20s. Not that long ago. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, so, th- and I say that because, how do I want to say this? There's no, you know, some of the things that, be, the way that things manifest can be dependent on what we believe. You know, somebody can look at clouds and see a heart shape in the clouds, and somebody else sees Mickey Mouse with, you know, ears, and someone else sees nothing, you know, but a cloud. So I do feel that what we can say is there are also extensions of yourself. Um, In fact, what I find a lot of times people are thinking that it's something outside themselves when it's really their higher self that they're channeling or another aspect of themselves or another aspect of themselves is living out another life. That's a possibility. So we do have multidimensional experiences and lives. We do have parallel lives. So, um, and that I have experienced. Now, are, is everybody conscious of that? Are everybody living that out? Maybe, maybe not, you know. Um, and when you look at, uh, what is it, quantum business, uh, string theory, there, there's a lot on this lives as probabilities that are being lived out. And also when you look at in quantum physics, what that, you know, what is it when you look at the, that, that study that they did, when you see the quark, when you see, it doesn't, it, if you don't see it, it doesn't mean that it's not there, but it becomes there by your perception of it. So that's kind of how we move into multidimensional realities. It's by frequency. That's why a lot of times when I'm channeling, I can remote view, I can be in one place. And sometimes, you know, a while back, back in the day when I was doing this a lot, other people could see me as well, whether it was on the astral plane or within a, you know, meditational situation, let's say just getting into more expanded realm of consciousness. So we do come in with, and again, what is your belief? A spirit guide or a spirit team, okay? Now, it could be said that they're also an extension of us, a more expanded form. Sometimes that's the case. But also there, is an, they, there are separate energies, for some people entities, some people energies, like light beings that don't really have form. They're just more amorphous. Okay? They're not actually haven't, not incarnated. Um, entities have incarnated on this planet. They've, in, they've had lives. They're, they're you know, other beings that have crossed over. Now they may have gone into a more exalted state, but they are nonetheless, you know, entities rather than just, you know, energetic, almost like formlessness, I guess I would say. So whether you're talking about guardian angels, the angelic realm, spirit guides, they're just that. They're here to guide us and direct us to help us keep on our path and keep aligned to the messages. They're also here to keep us in the oneness that, hey, you're not doing this all on your own. And, you know, people are, you're asking for help and people are being sent into your life. You know, you're asking the question, you're getting the answer, don't push them away. So sometimes you can feel this support, right? Oversouls um, are just that. They're they're a a group of energetic beings that are, that are, um, or energies, I should say, that are guiding in the unfoldment of a particular soul group or soul wave or soul group is another way to look at it, unfolding. That means lessons, experiences, 
And soul groups or oversouls are specific to the, the no more than three, sometimes five small, but there's, what really we come in with one to two main, maybe three learning lessons, and then some sub-lessons around that. And those lessons help our soul expand and crack open more light. Um, so those oversouls, also the spiritual hierarchy that I also work with, uh, which is a group of energetic beings that are seeing the awakening process. Their, their energy um, in group form is here to plant, help plant the seeds of the ideas into the consciousness of humanity to come to fruition for that whole idea of the, the oneness, to bring us back into unity consciousness. In other words, we've gone as far as we can in separation, separating out. So they're working soul-centered. This is where soul-centered astrology comes from. This is a lot of esotericism comes from the principles that these energetic beings espouse. And for some of us, we are part of that group in, in another dimension. You know, it gets a little hard to be because it's interesting. Like I think I shared the story that my teacher, my, shaman, my main shamanic teacher, um, Donna Chewy, Donna Chewy Jesus, um, had told me at one point in my my training that I was her teacher, and I'm like, what? She goes, you know, she goes, yeah, you're Juana Cuatro um, Ventas, Four Winds, and I'm like, okay, what is that? Because I've been working with her out of body teacher, and she said, you're very powerful. She goes, you're actually teaching me on another dimension. And one day you will meet her, you will, you will, which is me. I will meet myself, this other, my, my other part of myself. And sure enough, one time at Las Brisas, when I had been doing a lot of deep, deep, oh, my God, it was an amazing time for me, the workshops and retreats that I was doing there. Um, it was on 70, 80, and unincorporated acres of land and very sacred land. I mean, not only people like me, but regular townsfolk would see the Native Americans there. And there were dimensional doorways. I mean, this is not stuff that I just saw or other people that are psychically gifted like me. I mean, pe- people, you know, were just common. Regular people would see these things or feel these things, you know. And um, you would just see sometimes the Indians, I think they were the Anastasi, squatting in these like little cave structures and Oh my God! Just amazing. That's why I say there, a lot of people think that there's sacred, there's sacred sites everywhere. You just have to know where to find them and how to find them and be guided to them. You have to open up to the land and the keepers of the land. So again, some people, some beings choose to stay more earth or earth grounded. Maybe that's part of their mission is to you know guard these sacred sites or to be a guidepost or a way shower. For people like me and other people like you, you know that are listening, that we need their guidance, or we're meant to do work with them. You know, I don't. One of my teachers told me. I remember one time when I was doing a lot of energy healing and pranic healing, and and I mean dealing with some deep energy. You know, dark kind of cathodic, cathodic rather energies just underworld energies and helping people with cancer and AIDS and, you know, illnesses and just, and one of my teachers, because I'd seen these guides behind me, like almost with these brooms and, and doing this mo- movement with their arms and hands. 
And one of my teachers, I remember one time, and I was a little kind of ego-y, and she's like, who do you think has been helping you all these years? You're not doing this. Do you think you're cleaning all this energy and transmuting it by yourself? She says, you work with a whole team. See, that's the understanding. We don't do everything by ourselves, just like we don't mirror everything. Our whole our life on the earth plane isn't simply about mirroring. I mean, that's such a newbie misconception when people say, oh, whatever you experience in your life is part of you. You mirror. No, we're not just mirrors. That would make us so egocentric. We also are perceivers. We, we project, but we also perceive. So the more, oh, yes, Tamara, thank you. Marianne Williamson says you're the faucet, not the water. Yeah. We got a little water in this. I mean, we, get it, we have some of that because, yeah, it's like we're the drop, not the whole ocean. I mean, we do, yes, we have that macro aspect of us, but so many people think they're doing so much on their own or they have all the answers. And I just know the more that I do this, Yes, I have a lot of answers, a lot of gifts, a lot of awareness, and then there's so much more that I don't know and so much more that I have to constantly open to how much I am being helped, that there are guides, there are guardian angels, there is an angelic realm, there, there are these other energetic beings, light beings, energies, forces that take a certain shape and form to assist us. We call them in. Yes, they are a part of us. We're a part of them, but they're also distinct unto themselves. And that's kind of what the oneness principle is about. It is the planetary, the earth isn't happening to us. We're an extension or an aspect of the earth, and it's an extension and aspect on us, simply separated out by vibration, whether is it small or is it big. You know, the wave is still the ocean, but it also is distinctly a wave. You know, it takes many waves to make the ocean. You know, there's a grain of sand, but it's not just one grain that makes the beach. It's all the grains. So, you know, it's, it's understanding this and being able to shift our awareness into opening up to receive more of this support and of this um, help. Denise is saying, I'm very curious about how people cross over. Great points, Michelle. Things depend on belief as well. Yes, it's a little different for everyone, but what I can tell you that I've seen in every crossing, every passing, is there's a few breaths, and then there is a distinct energy. I don't know how to describe it. I have seen it. That starts leaving, oozing out, lifting up and out. It, it kind of starts small, like a, like a waif, a waft of smoke right, a little trail of smoke, and then as it extends out further and further, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's, and obviously it's being subsumed back into the all that is, the, the cosmos, the ethers, right, in the air, whatever you want to call it. But it is very distinct. And in fact, what is it, five pounds, seven pounds? It's found that there's this ratio of, when people are born and then also when they die, the, 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 I think it's five-pound difference. And it's not weight. It's not water weight. They did all these studies, and they think that it's the weight of the soul is what they call it. And so there is something that houses us or embodies us that definitely leaves and goes. And I do know when I'm doing some cross-channeling, trans-channeling, and I have felt 
you know, I still have control of myself if I, if I want to get out of it. But I, when I've allowed other beings to come in, I definitely do feel something poured in, getting coming into me. And I have to move into a space where I'm letting this energy, this being or this energy come in me and speak through me. You know, and sometimes it takes a while to um, have them, the, the energy or the effects of them leave, you know, completely. Like they don't completely boom, just leave, um, you know, like that. But you still have your will. You know, that's, the, that's why in any good shamanic work, any good, any good inner work, you work a lot on developing a strong sense of self and what they call ego strengthening, you know, have your own identity that you don't get taken over by things. And, and a clear belief for me in that God, the oneness. So, yes, we do have these guys, these teams. They are very real. They communicate through us in our dreams, nudges, feelings, sense, all the sensory, smell, reoccurring, repeating messages, numbers. Um, it's, it, how do I want to say this? It's. And again, dependent on your belief systems, but sometimes if you're meant to have a little quantum leap in how your soul is expressing this on this earth plane through the, you know, your ego personality, you may get a shift where something happens beyond your belief system or outside your belief system to awaken you further. You know, I've had quite a few, you know, many situations like that where you're now what you believe before now you look back and go, well, that was kind of limiting, you know, even though it was pretty expansive, it's kind of limiting, you know, um, even the whole idea of having to protect yourself from certain energies. It's like, well, if you just shift your awareness into that oneness, you have to do that less to not at all, because the truth is, which is explained by the metaphysical axiom, your light is your protection, or the light is your protection. And light meaning awareness, wisdom, love. So the more aware I am, and of course this is a principle in martial arts, right? When people are, you know, I, I remember sitting in martial arts and, you know, people that were black belts, double black belt, whatever, they all said the same thing. The, the sign of a good martial artist is not to have to fight, ever fight. And they would explain to us in the class Every, every class I ever took and everybody that I ever talked to that does martial arts professionally would say the same thing. Because you want to be able to fight if you have to, but the idea is not to have to because you see the energy coming. You see what's coming and you move away from it. In other words, you cross the street. You don't, you, fighting is not the big deal. Yeah, you can do it. You can maim the person. You can kill. You can, oh, you're the greatest. Three black belts, whatever. Three degree this, five degree that. But the whole idea that said is to feel the energy of what's happening. Before, and you see this with great, if you watch, you know, even like kickboxing, especially Thai kickboxing. They see what's happening before it happens because they're so attuned energetically. Just like animal beings, they can sense it, they can feel it. There's nothing to prove. There's no machismo. There's no, hey, I'm the strongest or the best or this. You know, there's no, it's, I saw it coming. I felt it coming. And I believed, I trusted. So it's a, it's a deep kind of intuition through the body, a body wisdom, and that, that they're listening 
they're not only looking at what someone's saying, you know, and what they're doing, but what's the energy around that they're doing. So I feel like we're all kind of getting refined like that. Anyway, I'm going to get to callers. Walter, I will dive more into this. Maybe you can even call in at some point. Um, but I wanted to touch on it because I thought that that was a great um, – and maybe when we do a, a whole show, I think there's a, a space for me to do a show between now and the, uh, on my own and close of the year to how to tap into your spirit guides. Of course, and this is some, this is some of the teleworkshop programs that I do on connecting, understanding your higher self, connecting, you know, it's a psychic channel, opening to your guides. Um, they're there. They're there, as well as other people that have crossed over. Maybe friends or family are there to support us, to help us, just to connect with us if we learn how to attune to them. And, of course, meditation is a big key uh, with that as well. All righty. I'm going to get to colors here. We've got, um, let's see, you are on air. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome. This James? Oh, hi. Hey, Michelle, how are you going? Hey. Hey. Good. Welcome, welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Love um, your post in Awakenings, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> crazy. Oh, no. The Chad. Yes. <laughs> Funny. Um, okay, look. Um, okay, quick question. What do you feel for me around romance? Okay, well, first of all, I feel new. I feel like you're coming out of something and you're kind of ready to, like, go to your next level of expansion. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, let's see. Romance. <laughs> okay, romance. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, something kind of... Okay, it seems like it's going to be something kind of quick. I'm getting, I mean, there might be something before this, but I feel I'm getting something strong really in February. And there could be close of the year or something gets stronger or it's, and I feel around water and I kind of see a, it's a bridge or an amphitheater. Do you, James, do you go to conferences? Uh, I, I do travel a bit, yeah. Yeah, or travel a bit. Okay. It's either tied into that or, or right around that um, period because I feel like you're kind of rushing, but you do stop to talk to this person. There's a connection. Um, oh, I can see what she's wearing even. Yeah, you're running down these steps it's kind of concrete steps so it reminds me maybe like it could be like where they have music or it could be a conference or business center there's something going on and you guys spend some time together um some reason i'm hearing the word holly i don't know what that's about so i don't know if you've already met this person and you're just squeezing the time in or you meet briefly because I can hear you say, yeah, I'm coming back in a week or two. I think it's somebody that works near you. Let me ask you, where you work or one of the places you travel, or where, is, is there an area where, um, I don't know if they're eating. It's not really like a lunch place, but there's like a courtyard or something where maybe people might get a coffee and sit down. It's outdoors. Okay. 
Um, oh, look, I, yeah, I do. I travel for work and um, one end of the country to the other, and uh, I do work in the CBD. So um, there are, you know, there, there's water in both areas, and, and there are um, food courts and, and that sort of stuff. So, um, Okay. Um, yeah, but, because there's other and businesses. Other businesses are there, right? Like other offices are there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I, uh, so just, no, it, it, it's um, it, it's busy. My my calendar for the next two months is choppers. Um, so um, and I agree. I I do that that general sense of coming out. It's um, I'm in a. I'm in an uncharted area, it seems right now, and it's all, I'm sort of waiting for something, I'm waiting for the new to come through, so, um, uh, and I think it's I'm It's definitely there, ready. and I, it, it, yeah, it's definitely there, and I feel like um, it's either you might have done a meditation before, you might, combination, re, re, remember this reading or you might have posted something or done a meditation. I almost feel like there's like a, a message that came to you about don't rush or don't miss opportunity, something. Because I can see you like you've talked to this person before and then you're like, you know, skipping down those – you're like you're like going and then they come up. They're, oh, hi, and, you know, talking. And you're like, oh, and then you're in your head. You're like, I have time. Like, like the, whatever it is that you were going to do, like a self-imposed to-do list, you let it go to talk to this individual, talk further. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've already seen each other, but it's like this, you know that if you don't kind of cement it, seal the deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. You, you may not see them again for, you know, who knows how long, you know, they'll, they won't think you're interested. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because I, I can see the light bulb go off in your head, like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, just, just you know, this is what you've been wanting. Chat, time yeah, to yeah. chat, time to have a chat here. Yeah, yeah. That's funny, that's funny. Um, and it's around a trip uh, because then you come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, it, it's like the third love. I saw a post, someone said there's three loves in your life. And I didn't understand it at first, but um, I understand it now. And I think it's the, oh, I won't go into it on your show now, but yeah, anyway, interesting. Third love. Um, go ahead. The, cool. Oh, they, you they think it's the, the what? Go love. ahead, finish your... Mm-hmm. I reckon it's, it's the third love. It's the one, you know, the first love of your life is that new sort of stuff and you're both experiencing the young stuff. And then the second one is where you work all your stuff out, yeah, so to speak. The wound and the third one is the, yeah. Yep. And, and the third one is, is it's just the easy one. That's one that you go, wow, yes. that's just so easy. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking... Yeah, that's and I'm, I think that's a... Yeah, and I think the second, you know, I think you, we can att- we attract a lot of roommates. I think sometimes that's what's what is the soul, is it wrapping up stuff? I mean, I feel like, you know, there's kind of yeah that young or you know just falling into something. But there's a lot of people that connect with roommates, mm. and for many, could be for many relationships. And some people stay with that relationship. They think that that is their mm. main soulmate or their twin. But I feel like yep. the difference is, is at some point you realize that in a soulmate or twin soul or twin flame or soulmate that I say that's a life mate that's more about creating a life, 
you don't have to be working out all your stuff. There, yes, there's that, but that's not the main focus. I mean, there's always things to work out, but it should be, and you know, there's a should be easy mm. at some point because otherwise you're not able to really focus on your path. You know, that be the relationship, the healing because is part of the path. And some people, they stay there. That's fine. But some people do get to a point or a level where it's no longer about healing as a focus of relationship. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I, yeah. I, that makes, all, that actually makes sense. Um, uh, Doesn't it? I yeah. Agree with that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, James. Well, thank posted. you for calling in. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thanks for sure. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, you're on air. Welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. This is Cynthia. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Cynthia. You're welcome. What's so, your question? Um, I wanted to ask you if you had any insight. I'm looking to find a, a channeling class or a mediumship class. And I know you have some, but I, I don't know if Spirit has any specific one they're directing me to. I took some stuff at the Spiritualist Church years ago, over 10 years ago, and now I want to okay. uh, take some class again. And I'm in Washington, and there's, it's not, I'm really not able to go to, like, the Spiritualist Church around here. So I was looking at, um, uh, what's her name, Doreen Grimes is, a, is on the radio, and... I don't know if Spirit has one that might direct me to. I would say trust your. I would say with that you have to trust your intuition and what you're guided to. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would suggest <laughs> to you. Yeah, because there's so many of them. I know. All I know is in mine, everybody says the first time they're channeling, the first session they're channeling, they're t- tuning in psychically. So I always feel like these kind of questions people have to ask. Unless I know somebody personally, I can't give a yay or a nay. Or I've heard um, things come back to me from clients with people that they've worked with, whether they're therapists or channeler. I can't really say. So I think you're probably going to have to just get quiet and see what you're drawn to. All right. And you're taking care. Okay. Whoopsie. Where are you? Where are you? Another... Hello, welcome to the program. Hello, you're on air. Yeah, you're on air. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Who am I speaking with? Wendy. Hey, Wendy, what's your question? You have a question Um, or something you wanted to share? Yeah, so I'm sorry. Um, I am starting to do a lot of writing. And I was hoping if you had some insight as to if that's going to be a good career for me, healing and writing. Okay. And what was the the second one? Uh, Healing and writing. Okay. And what kind of healing? Because that comes many things. So you want to – because some people heal through their writing. Are you looking at energy, energetics? Yes, that's what I thought. Okay. Yes. 
part of your path, your path of service. And it's also focused on healing yourself, working on yourself, healing yourself. But you'll feel very empowered is what I'm seeing in this. And it's also going to help structure your life. Yeah, so, yeah, you're listening. You're getting the, the right messages, absolutely. So is there a timeline on this? Because yeah. I've kind of been working on it for a while. Well, it's bit by bit. It doesn't show anything too quick. I, I'm getting, like, January on. It, it feels like you're getting more ready for it. And it is about ex- extending out. You know, it's building something up, you know. Okay. Yeah, it's um I don't know if you're having to leave something else. I feel like I feel like there's um you're almost there, but I don't know if it might be another job. I feel like you're in transition with it. So you you're still having to build it up. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So it's gonna take it's gonna take time. I would say probably by spring you really are literally time of Aries springing into it. Uh-huh. You know you're doing it bit by bit, but it's not something you can rush. It does, it happens organically, right? Yeah, definitely. And I'm I'm a little like I'm a little um, hesitant to to make a big step. Because um, yeah. I actually do love what I do now, um, but well, I, I see, now you of... ask, which is so interesting. But see, then you ask me why so long, or what? But see, it's all about you. So maybe just don't give up what you're doing now, but just add the healing and the writing to it, the energy healing and the writing, and it'll take care of itself when you when you, whether you do more of the healing more of the writing for a while or you do what you're doing for a while and maybe you do, you know, half and half or, you know, let it, it'll find its own rhythm and flow for you. I feel like right now you're trying to make an either or decision and that's not really in your path. You know, the the I feel like for you, the healing is a lot to do about yourself, your personal self, but it's extending out to work with others. Pardon me? Yeah, that's where it started, but I feel like I have something I can offer to other people because of what I've been through. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. Yes. But as long as you keep on your own healing path personally, individually, then you'll have a lot of juju. You'll have a lot of juice. You know, you'll have a lot to give. But, yes, it's to be included with what you're doing, but I don't see an either-or choice right now. Just, no, I don't. I let don't. it unfold organically. Okay, perfect. All right, Wendy, thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. You're, you're so welcome. Much peace. Okay, we'll get a couple more, and then we have our guest. Uh, hello, you're on air. Welcome to the program. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're Hi. on air. Hi. Hi. <laughs> thanks for taking my call. You're so welcome. What question? Or did you have a question? Or yeah, feedback? my um, my question was um, it was kind of similar to um, the male the you know man's uh, question. Would you see anything okay. as far as romance? Let's see. Do I see anything? And what's your first name? 
Mm. Liliano. Liliano. Romance dating. Yeah, it's a little slow and patchy right now, but I think there's going to be like an upswing in December is what it's showing. Um, it might be something through friends as well. Dating relationship next year. Yeah, towards the close of the year. So just get out there. I, I, the best thing that I can say is to, what, to draw someone is just be open and sometimes we get that little feeling, oh, I don't want to go, and then you have, you should go. You get a little feeling. Follow mm-hmm. that, okay? <clears throat> Follow that so, feeling. I'm, I'm dating someone now, but I just don't know if he's, um, you know, if he's, if he's, seems like I just wonder. Yeah, well, that's if, why I said it's, pa- it's patchy right now. It's up and down. So you're dating right now, but I don't know if that's the, the – quote unquote the one I'm not sure that you're quite ready it feels like they're towards the close of the year there's more of a decision um, it almost feels like you're wait, there's somebody in the past that still kind of comes forward for you if I look at your energy hmm. yeah so okay. it could get stronger in December. I mean, your question was just tell basically what what about romance or you know that's that's right. You're not really saying is this the person for me or the right person. The fact that you're not even able to formulate that question tells me that mm. you're not certain. You see, you know. So mm. there's a part of you I feel that doesn't want to quite get hurt. There's something you're holding back a little uh, bit of well, saying. Well, he's moving to London, and he he asked me to move to London, and it's um. You know, we don't know yet when it's going to happen, but um, I think it's the end of the year. So I was just wondering, like, you know, should I go to London? And, you know, is this... Well, that's a whole... Now, that's a whole different question, Liliana. And that's probably why it showed you'll know more the close of the year. See, it's more Mm. about you deciding. I mean, it's more... Like, there's some things I can see predictively. Yeah, no, this is in January, this is in February, this is happening, this person, that even remote viewing or thinking, seeing what the person's thinking. But some things are us. It's you're not sure. You're not sure about this relationship. And I feel you have to come to terms with that. And it's showing you're not going to know till the close of the year, December. Okay. So it could be, you know, you, you, have to t- you have to find the rhythm, the organic, whatever those signs are for you that lets you know yes, this is the person for me, or yes, this is the, not just the person for me, but yes, this is the lifestyle that I want also. You know, I can see my, this fits in with my plan, my agenda. This fits in with my values, principles, and beliefs. So I would say right now, just relax on it. Just relax on it and just let it happen again, like I said before, organically to be open. You're not going to know until then. That, that's what I'm getting. Okay. That helps. Right. I hope that right. helps. Okay. Yeah, cool. thank you. <laughs> Good. You're so welcome. Yeah, some things aren't just psychic. They are not. Uh, oh, Denise put in the chat, that's true. Do you want to go to London? Yeah. Commitment takes two. Yes. Woof, woof, yes. Yeah, sometimes it's not 
just it's what are our values, principles, and beliefs? Where do we fit into this? What are we also going to do? And that, by the way, is the next level of soul unfoldment and empowerment. It, it, it up-levels our soul expression and experience when we're interjecting ourselves in our own life and saying, oh, this fits for me, or I'd like to do that, or I first want to wrap up this or do this, or let me go and check it out first and see, line up some things. Let me, you know, our life is about injecting our life in as well. But great, uh, thank you for that, by the way, Liliana. The good, good, good question. You see, you get what you ask for. So you got to ask. You got to invest in the question. So the, the universe isn't going to hand you something unless we get truthful about what we really want and specific. It's just like when you saw in that reading, it showed December. It showed end of the year, and it showed her dating, but it was casual, up and down, not uncertain. So a lot of it is us stepping up. You know, I really feel like that's what this Venus retrograde is about and this, this full moon in Taurus, um, that opposition there. You know, we're really getting this, what are our values, principles, and beliefs? What do we want to live out on the earth plane? What makes us happy? We're going to be diving into happy science uh, with Reverend Keiko Hoshino, who is our guest right now. We're going to be talking about the laws of the sun, one source, one planet, one people, which is by Master Ryuhu Okawa. I'm saying that name right. And Reverend uh, Keiko Hashino was born in Japan and earned a BA in liberal arts. Keiko met Yuki Okawa, an active member of Happy Science in London, and was given the book, The Laws of the Sun. Keiko became very active believer of Happy Science and began working full-time at Happy Science. She became an ordained minister in 2000, and in August 2018, Keoko became a spokeswoman for IRH Press USA Incorporated, a publishing arm of Happy Science. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Am I saying it right? Is it Keoko or Keiko? Uh, it's Keiko. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's Keiko. Keiko. Thank you for inviting it's me. Keiko. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. So wonderful. Yes. So, um, I know that everybody has diff- uh, difficulty pronouncing Ryuho, <laughs> uh, Ryuho Okawa, the, uh, the author's name. <laughs> but I think Okawa, it, uh, you Okawa. Know, Okawa. If, okay. Yeah, Okawa. If you remember Okawa, that's good enough, I believe. <laughs> okay. And what's right? Is it R Y U H O? How do you say that, his name? Ryuho? Um, actually, uh, it's very difficult. Ryuho. Ryuho. Oh, Ryuho, Ryuho, Ryuho. Yeah, Ryuho, yeah. So it's almost like, um, you know, pronouncing Y. Ruho. Okay, Ruho, okay. I love yeah. names, different names. Okay, Keiko. Okay, perfect. So Keiko, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. What were you doing um, before, and I love the term happy science, before you connected uh, with happy science, Tell us a little bit about what your life was like. Uh, I have to say my life uh, before encountering this laws of the sun and the teachings of happy science was like a yo-yo, like a roller coaster. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, yes, okay. um, I have to say, I have to say I was completely, I had a complete opposite view of life mm. before 
I, I was very secular, very, you know, opposite to spiritual. I was very short-sighted mm-hmm. and egoistic. And, you know, it's just all kind of negativities. Right. And I just couldn't. Unfortunately, I just couldn't get rid of a vicious cycle. And mm. uh, But the funny thing is that the year that I encountered this teaching, 1991, seems like a, you know, right. a, few decades, a long time ago. Right. I felt, right. yeah, I felt there was a new beginning in my life. I don't know why. I just felt that. I just felt that, what, mm. yes, okay, from now on, I am going to open a new chapter in my life. I just felt a sense oh. of uplifting feeling in, in, in the beginning of that year. And then mm-hmm. I encountered this teaching. Before I met the teaching, just in general, for some reasons. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I, um, I, I kind of, a, uh, you know, it's a difficult to say, but I encountered it, but I was very skeptical. You know, I was very skeptical, mm-hmm. even though... Um, Back in the days when I was young, I always believed there got to be something like higher energy um, above us. But it's mm. not just Jesus or Buddha or all kind of. I felt it can't be just Jesus and Buddha and other beings. It has to be some kind of a right. creator, the creator in this mm. universe who created this universe. And I really loved the the adventure and uh, you know like the the mystical feeling about the universe but then again when I went through mm. university time I became so secular so nearsighted and very egoistic and almost uh, mm-hmm. almost atheist you know atheist yeah, and so, uh, I was yeah, very more, yeah. if I don't see it it's not there that's right. That's right. And then um, I was very skeptical, especially about like organized religion or all kinds of things. You know, I I didn't have any good feeling about the organized religion or religion in general. You know, I felt they are helpless. They are not solving problems. And then uh, this actually this book really opened my heart, and it was almost like. Um, it was two things. Number one, it kind of answered all the missing uh, missing parts of the puzzles or missing links of the things which were in, in mm. were out there. And then another thing was that this was a very strange thing. I felt deep in, inside in my inner self. I felt like I knew this. It was almost like a confirmation. Mm. I knew this mm-hmm. is true. And I was meant to meet this book. Mm. It was very interesting. Meant to be on your path. Yes, it was very interesting. There's something more. Is it like God, the innate, I call God all that is, the innate intelligence of the world or universe, this this something that is always there and present, right? Yes. And it comprises everything. Um, yeah, now, that's right. It's interesting because they call it ha- Happy Science Group, but uh-huh. what I'm here, which is interesting, it's still tied into to the esoteric or the metaphysics or spirituality. Is that yes. what I'm hearing you say? 
Yeah, yes, oh, okay. True. Yes. How, however, based on based on Buddhism, but embracing all mm-hmm. all existing religion, it's just uh, we believe everything came from one source. Just like this subtitle says, one source, one planet, one people. And yeah. the the sun, the Lord of the Sun. The sun symbolizes like the Creator or the the Father mm-hmm. figure of our soul. Right. So yes. So I I. Well, so we've got an interesting like, comment in the chat. It's interesting. Uh, okay, and we have a bit of a delay here. So sorry if I. That's okay. That's okay. Speak over you. Yeah, we have a bit of a delay in the. So someone in the chat is saying, not heard of happy and science used together, together. before. So that's <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how does that happen? It is, yeah. Well, it's, it's it's a very good comment. I, I thank you for that. It's actually a literal translation from a Japanese name. Japanese name. Our group is called Happy Science in Jap in Japanese. It's the origin you know, originated in Japan, 1986. Uh, the 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 author and the spiritual leader is Japanese. And uh, it's actually to to prove happiness scientifically. So it's more like a science of mind. Oh, okay, yes. Like, is it similar to like the science of mind? Yes, it's similar to science of mind because there there is a universal laws not only governs this yes. universe but also governs our our soul, our mind, regardless yes. of any I studied differences. the science of mind. Yes, I studied science Great. of mind, and um, uh-huh. yeah, so that it's pretty powerful. Um, yes. Yeah. So, so how so how does the in a way how does the the science aspect go with happy? Is, is it more of testing it, or is it literally a science of there is a science to being happy, or science yes, of I think being it, happy? It, yeah. Science to be happy is, I think, it's it's, it's true. It's there is a law. Uh, we call it there's a law, universal laws, to make us happy. And the mm-hmm. two major, you know, the two major universal laws. One is cause and effect, and another yeah. is uh, a lot of people call it laws of attraction, but we call it laws of same same energy or same wavelengths. Same wavelengths, so, laws of correspondence. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it, it's ah. more like if if we want because if we want to be happier or happy, uh, the universal law says we have to we have to nurture our mindsets to make other people happy so that the happiness will come back to me, come back to us. But it's more like um. Yeah. There, there's an interesting analogy to this. Uh, if you know, if we take a bath, uh, you know, bathe in a hot tub, and then if we we try to pour, uh, to to have the water coming towards us, the water goes mm-hmm. away. However, though, if we push the waters out, it comes back to us. Mm, so if if so if we want to be yeah. <laughs> if we want to become happier or be you know we want to be be loving it, it we need we need to become the one to initiate the happiness or love to other people because essentially even though we were separated as a human beings but as a soul we are all connected and we are all 
brothers and souls. And we are all like a, the each individuals are like not of the road of the, the fishnet. Everybody is mm-hmm. connected. Yes. So what are some of the principles of the happy science that, that yes, helps um, one to connect more with happiness? Yes. Um, very good question. So we believe in the four principles of happiness, which is to, the four is love, wisdom, self-reflection, and progress. So love is, to understand the love, essence of love is to give. However, we need the wisdom when giving, because giving is not not spoiling. Giving is to nurture others and nurture ourselves. Therefore, the wisdom is important. And then the third principle is called self-reflection. This is um, more like a self-examination. Unfortunately, what happened in the past, we we cannot change it physically. However, our mind is is like an energy which transcends past, present, and future. So even if we make mistakes in the past, it's not the end of it. Uh, If we can examine what went wrong and then change our mindset, then we can progress. That's why the fourth principle mm. is progress. And it's, these four principles are all interconnected, and it's, it's more like a four wheels of a car. We need four wheels for the car to, to move on. And uh, these four mm-hmm. principles are very much based on the, the, the universal laws, and uh, it's a necessary practice for, for anybody f- from any religious background to, you know, to mm. keep maintaining keep progressing being happy because it's, it, happiness is not like a static um yeah you know state I agree. It's, it's, it it's a kind of a, it's, it's a, yeah. no it's it's a journey it is a journey of growing our soul and you know going through soul training we become more loving and kinder and compassionate and more forgiving but it is a journey. We need to enjoy the journey. And it's, it's a rough road. The life is really difficult. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. as, uh, as in Happy Science, we say that the life is a workbook of problems to be solved. So everybody has different kind of assignment. And, mm-hmm. But the, the reason why we go through these problems is so we can, we can harvest our negative karma from, from our past lives and we can create a good karma for the future. At the same time, we can extend help to other people who are going through similar problems. We can, and that's the beauty of this um, problem solving. It's more like, a, so life is like, a, we say it's like a training gym. You know, we, we are here to train ourselves. And it's not just, you know, mm. training doesn't end just one time. It, it's kind of a keep yeah. repeating, unfortunately. It's yeah. like a muscle. Yeah, we, we just have to keep creating. I wish more people would understand that, Keiko. I wish more yeah. people yeah. would understand that. They think, yeah. oh, I got it. I did this course. Oh, I've been on the path. You know, really makes uh-huh. me laugh. People say, oh, I've been on my path for five years. And I'm thinking, okay, wow, that, that's not very long. Yeah, it's constant, right? Yeah, it's constant. It's a constant every day, every second. It's just uh, we are 
we are asked to to you know make choices every second, every day, and uh, the the accumulation of choices creates our life. And uh, so every every second, every day is very important. And of course, it's not easy. I always use the uh, analogy. It's uh, the the weed the relationship of the weed and the grass. In order to maintain the grass uh, beautiful, we just need to tame the weed. So weed is is more like um, controlling our emotion, controlling our negative emotion. Try to make it positive and try to bounce back. Try to not dwell in the negativities and all those uh, you know hatred and grudge and anger. And just uh, just learn the lesson and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, with this, is part of the self reflection is is that and self reflection, self examination. Does that include things like meditation or mindfulness or yes. something similar to that, or is it more right? Yes. Okay, How, what does that look like? Okay. So, so self reflection is a, is a part of meditation practice we do. So basically, okay. some, there are different types of meditation. It's just, um, you know, relaxation or calming, you know, breathing, relaxation, mm-hmm. and receiving the light. But, uh, but the thing is, uh, the ultimate goal of the meditation is to connect ourselves with the higher beings. In other words, uh, like a heavenly, in a heaven or the heavenly being. So, but the but because of the law of attraction, the same the like attracts likes. Unless we mm-hmm. cleanse our soul, unless we tame our state of our mind, we don't know which world we are connected to. So we just have to be really mm-hmm. careful. Yes. Yeah. Know, lower so level that's why being. we cannot. Yeah, we cannot practice meditation when we were angry or, you know, in a, in a negative state. It's a very dangerous thing to do, yes. So the self-reflection actually helps to cleanse our, um, our negativity and to bring it to the, to the optimal state, state to practice meditation and receive the light from heaven. Mm. Receive the light from heaven. Yes, it, yeah. because it, that's the energy for our souls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do you d- receive the light from heaven? What are what are some of the? Is that through the meditation? Through uh, self reflection, cleansing, and receive the light, and then of course, uh, um, okay, yeah, and then of course the action, the, the giving love to others, be kind and be nice and be positive to other people people around you know we Mm -hmm. because we are actually created from love and we are actually created to love not to hate or not to yes yeah so we just need to understand what is the true essence of our divine nature or buddha nature what is what is our true identity and we just have to eliminate the ego Uh, it's called a false self from our true self, which is our divine nature, which is a part of part of God, all human mm-hmm. beings, regardless of gender, race, whatever the differences is, but we are all essentially um, children of God, and we are all equally precious, and no one can mm-hmm. deny this. Yeah. So now, Keiko, you got the book. You when well, you said 1991. Um, uh huh. 
you received now how did that happen how did you you receive the book from Yuki yeah uh, was asked I, to admit, just just met by chance no, I, I knew him through a friend of mine. Uh, back then, I was actually living in London, and then I was uh, I was doing a room share with another Japanese uh, Japanese friend, and uh, mm-hmm. she so so Yuki was uh, our uh, mutual friend, and uh, I I wasn't really um, I didn't have any um, how can I say eagerness to to meet this person, but the, she. Really, a friend of mine who was a roommate back then recommended to me to to join one gathering that, that he was having at his apartment. Right. And uh, and then there was a guest speaker uh, from Japan. She was, um, I believe, she was like um, uh, she was a psychologist psychologist for children, you know. Mm, and okay. uh, and then the, everything she was explaining about the soul, the essence of souls and reincarnation and karma, uh, despite my expectation, I really kind of enjoyed the talk. I was I was, oh, I was really ready. Okay. I, I, I was really ready to <laughs> run away. You know, I just, just told I told uh, you know my roommate, just don't don't tell me this, and I I'm not interested in this kind of thing, spirituality or religion whatsoever. <laughs> just don't. I'm just going because 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 you're my roommate, and <laughs> so <laughs> despite my expectation, it just went out. You know, landed in a totally different situation and then mm-hmm. i was about to leave the leave his, his place he gave you know he handed me this book oh please uh, read this book you might find it interesting i said okay i will give it a try and um i started reading uh, on the way back to my apartment and then it really captured my heart despite my um anticipation so that was a surprising thing. So I I believe there's always a right time and right place for everybody, because I think if I were given this book maybe few years uh, before the time that I was given, I wouldn't have known. Right. I wouldn't show any interest. But it was just the right timing. I just needed mm. that. I just needed this new perspective. I think. Now, do you meet in group? Do you, you is there places to like, you know, what we would call satsang or sangha? Is there is there places uh, to yes, meet? Sangha, yes. To yes, share the, these the principles fellowship. or uh-huh, fellowship? fellowships. Uh-huh. Yes, um in in West Coast we have in San Francisco, uh Pasadena, and uh, Orange County, San Diego. Yes. Okay. Now, yes. somebody, uh, let's see, Tamara put in the chat that, um, that it's okawabooks.com yes. slash the, the dash laws of the sun. Or, yeah, or you can just go to okawabooks.com. Yeah, okawabooks.com now, is there a, easier. Okay, okawabooks.com, and that's O-K-A-W-A books.com. Now, is yes. there... Um, is that also where the happy science, people can find out about the happy science? Yes, I 
I I or believe there is a link to go to Happy Science, but if I, I believe there is a link that you can go to Happy Science, but there's a mm-hmm. but just in case it's for Happy Science is Happy Science dash NA NA means North America <laughs> sounds strange. Oh, yes, Happy okay. Science yeah. NA yes North America because we not only United States but we have also a fellowship you know congregation in Canada as well so. That's also part of North America. So happy science hyphen na dot org org. Dot org. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because uh, about two, uh, not this year, but a couple years ago in in East Coast, uh, tri-state, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, we had a TV show called Invitation to Happiness. And um, it's like a thirty-minute, thirty-minute TV show. It's it's the, the right. host and a little bit, little bit of a uh, how to say lecture clip from Master Okawa, and then it, it, and uh, together with the street interviews and really interesting shows for I believe it was like sixteen series. Yes, two thousand. Right. 16 and 2017, and uh, I think any uh, people can find those uh, clips, the YouTube clips from of the Invitation to Happiness TV program on oh, Happy Science-NON.org, and uh, themes are really intriguing, like a meaning of life and how can we get rid of negative spiritual influences or the life after death or the relationships and such and such. So it's it's a really good way to to skim through and see the visually understand the scope of happy mm-hmm. science teachings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and people have questions, you know, um, and everybody yes. gives their question, their the answers from there. I know when people call in for me, I'm giving from not only what I've learned, but my own experience, but, you know, mm-hmm. other people may want to hear something else or see something else, yes. you know, it's, yes. it's all right, all about the resonance. So I think it's much a good information. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what would they look for again? I'm going to put an invitation to happy science. Uh, invitation is, is on to the, happiness. On YouTube. Yeah, invitation, oh, invitation to happiness. To happiness. Yes, but it's all, it's all, everything in the, the happy science website, which is happy science hyphen na dot org NA means right. North America. Yeah. Right. No but okay, but on the YouTube channel it's um called in people could just search invitation to happiness. I believe so, but I think it's it okay. might be easier to go to the, the Happy Science website directly because it's, it's a, there's a simple oh, it's on there as well. watch. Okay. Yeah it's 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 on the first page, yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, going back to you said I did it with the happy love, wisdom, self-reflection, self-reflection, Can and you progress. Touch, and progress. Yes. Um, touch on the wisdom and also the progress. Mm-hmm. How does that bring happiness? Yes. You know that we all know knowledge makes us free, set us free, right? Yeah. So knowing these spiritual truths and also so the the wisdom is first of all the, the initial stage is to explore and know the spiritual truth and then the mm-hmm. wisdom comes from living in the knowledge you know practicing the 
implementing implementing the the knowledge into life makes us creates the wisdom. It gives us more higher mm-hmm. perspectives and give, gives us more understanding to what's going on in the world and and beyond. Mm. So the wisdom mm-hmm. really opens up the future because it's it's almost like um, if we don't if we don't open ourselves to the spirituality, we're almost like living within a box, like a box. You know, we yeah. we always. Oh, the four corners and <clears throat> wherever we go, we just bump our heads. However, opening ourselves to spirituality or faith is almost like a jumping out of the box and see the bigger picture. Yeah. And yeah. then sometimes, a lot of times, seeing the bigger pictures makes it easier to solve our current small problems. Well, I mean, if I, however, it may seem mm-hmm. to be big, but uh, there's always a saying that the God will never give us the burden which we cannot sustain. So the, so the workbook of life is, is not the workbook that we cannot solve. It's everybody's workbook of life are just the right size for everybody, including myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we are all... Mm-hmm always overwhelmed by why why is this keep happening and why do I have to suffer this and you know that kind of feeling why 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 however from the spiritual perspective it is just the right uh, amount of the the weight that we need to push up and and then we know that there Mm. is a joy after us learning you know, it's a great opportunity. Problems are great opportunity to examine ourselves about maybe we just went off the um, maybe being too egoistic and not being grateful to some other people and uh, maybe Barbary, uh, Barbary abusive in the past or all kinds of things that really kind of reflect ourselves and um, Examine ourselves, and then once we understand what went wrong, then we can just, you know, learn the lesson and move on. Try not to make same mistakes again. That's then Mm -hmm. this moment, our soul actually develops. Our soul grows. That's why the progress Mm -hmm. comes to the fourth principle. And then progress is not only our own soul uh, growth, but also it's more like. um, creating more happier people around us. We may not be able to change other people. We can only change ourselves, right. but we can change ourselves 100%. But changing the energy of changing or transforming ourselves has a really good positive impact on other people. And then people might be other people, especially the people we deal with in everyday life family, colleagues, <laughs> all those people. I mean, right. those are the people that ha- I think has a kind of um, defining factors of our happiness and, ha- and unhappiness. It, people of other country, you know, if that, that doesn't really impact our lives. But the people we deal with in everyday life, those are the people really defines and really um, affects our happiness, and but the those are the mm-hmm. people that are not 
randomly there, but the, they they are there for the reasons, the reasons that we we promise to to polish our souls together and uh, reincarnate together as a, like a kindred group souls. So we just cannot eliminate these people. You we just have to deal them. with. of a dog unfortunately you can't just eliminate it unfortunately yeah and then there's a very good saying people in front of us are like a reflection of the mirror of the the mirror of our own mind so if we were really Mm -hmm. angry and unfortunately anger creates more anger and um and so we just have to, there's it, a lot of work to do. However, once we understand the mechanism of the of our soul, and it's it's more become like a lifestyle. So yeah. self-reflection is more like a, a driving a car. You know, initially it's really difficult to pay attention to every direction, but once you get used to it, it's autopilot, you know, it's very easy. Yeah. So this practice Yeah, is, and I uh, like what you say, yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. It's a, it's a, lifestyle. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, that's a great way to put in a great advice that you, once you peek into this world, you really need to uh-huh. you have to become a, a lifestyle. That's right. It's a everyday thing. Yeah. yeah, you're in it mm-hmm. and then you try to try to stay in the right course. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not it's not easy. Yes, that's why having the like-minded friends really helps. I think. Yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do it all on our own, but yeah, the no, like-minded friends that get it. Yeah, and that are doing yeah. their own self-reflection, their own inner work, and that can also catch us with stuff that are they able that's to be right. honest. I know. Yeah, right. I know. I appreciate that so much. Yes, that's right. It's just uh, it, it, all human beings are so spiritual, whether we know or not, we don't know it. It's just, uh, it, you know, even though we don't say to the one particular person that our feelings are kind of instantly transmitted, you know. So in this mm-hmm. in this sense, everyone is is like psychic to some extent. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we're a spiritual being, not the physical beings. Yeah. So. Yeah, do you find maybe mm-hmm. somebody could be getting messages or picking something up and not really realizing that they're picking it up because they're not recognizing perhaps the psychic aspect of them? Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, some are, some are more sensitive, some are more spiritual and and then right, some are okay. not yeah so this is a different degrees yeah. but i think you know everybody must have experienced mm-hmm. this kind of a psychic feeling yes once mm-hmm. or twice at least in a lifetime yes yeah um, keiko what would you suggest to people to get on the road to happiness what would be a first step so the first the step is, is a you big know, thing for people. Yeah, and um, human drive. So the definition definition of happiness is very. Uh, there's also a difficult thing. <laughs> so 
yeah. I think the happiness in everyday life is uh, is a peace of mind, probably. You know that we're not we're not emotionally shaking every day because when we think about what is happiness, is that there's no sh- shaking in the in the uh, surface of our lake. It's a it's a kind mm-hmm. of a very serenity and very complacent peace state of mind and uh and then the happiness is it starts by giving love to others giving other fellow uh, right child yes because we we are created to give love and the god is love so when giving love to somebody then it's just our energy increases because this is how we were designed to do but the giving is it's sometimes very difficult because um there's no how can i say giving unconditionally but uh, giving is not spoiling you know so mm-hmm. giving has to have the some yeah. kind of a yeah nurturing or educational things within it so that other people the recipient can also step forward to give love to other somebody else so this is like a ripple effect uh if somebody gives love to somebody and he, you know then he or she feels happier and then they just just keep passing on to other feral beings mm. yes mm. and uh, the the suffering actually comes from taking taking is a, it's mm. kind of a abstract word but taking is like uh, you know, we all want attention. We all want credit. We all we all want appreciation. But at the same time, do we give enough appreciation and credit and uh, you know encouragement so to important. other people? Other <laughs> people as much as so we important. Take <laughs> we're out. It's like a, we're yeah. winding. T- Go ahead. It's like what? I don't want to talk yeah, over your like words. Just over we call time. it Go balance ahead. seat. Balance seat of love. You know. Balance seat. Are we in it? Balance seat of love. Are we? You know, the the surplus giving is bigger, or the taking, the debt is bigger. <laughs> we just have to balance out, and hopefully, we can increase the the surplus. Yes. Giving. Right. But yeah. giving is a big yeah of ourselves is a big part of it. Well, this has been very illuminating and quite fascinating, um, this whole idea of happy science. Um, Keiko, thanks for being on the program. Thank you and of so course, people much. Can find, yeah, and they can find out more information about happy science by going to happyscienceNA.org. Now, we have listeners all over the world. So okay. that's North America. What are listeners that are in Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Spain? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada? Uh, anybody, uh-huh. Well, uh, anybody who goes to happyscience-na.org uh, can direct to other parts of the world, you know, Europe or oh, Canada great. is in there. Perfect. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, perfect. Yes. All right, Keiko, thank you so much for being on Awakenings and sharing so this much. with us. Thank you so yeah, much. It's it's, it has been such an honor and privilege. Thank you so much to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you for your sharing. Quite wonderful. All right, you take good care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, so beautiful. Wow. Okay, that was, we're talking to Keiko 
um, Okawa, and the book is Happy Science. Love that. HappyScience-NA.org. Perfect. Uh, all Things Awakenings, email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com to get on the list to find out about the chakra alignment and clearing, intention and visioning workshops, etc., etc., and to share your stories if you'd like or if you have any email questions you want answered, topic suggestion or guest suggestions, and if you want to know more about personal work with me or resources for the soul, soul path tools, soul sessions you can go to soulplayground.life all right this is always been so great to connect with all of you it really really is until next time keep shining awakenings broadcasts every wednesday 12 p.m pacific time archive shows are available on itunes for continued awakening conversation and insights join the awakenings group on facebook and visit michelle's blog at soul insights for spirit that's soul insights the number four spiritledliving.com. Keep awake.